Welcome to Self-Created Podcast with Janelle Simmons and Shanika Pishi, giving you resources and gems to create your best self. From books to recipes, local happenings, culture, and everything else in between. Helping you to learn or unlearn because each and every one of us are creators. Hey friends, we're back. Hey Paige. Hey girl, how are you? I'm good, 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 good. Um, so we are back and we are going to discuss episode six of Who Lose Pam and Tommy. And this one is called Pamela in Wonderland. And this is probably the saddest episode um, of the whole season. I mean, series, what do you think? No, I definitely agree. A lot of it is really hard to watch. And you think that this occurred in the early to mid nineties and it's, it's 2022 and it was still hard to watch for me. Um, just because it's just, it's, it's a lot, but, you know, we'll discuss that. There's especially some scenes in which, you know, um, Lily playing Pam just really does some incredible monologues that I literally took the time that I think I've done this whole time. We've been recording these podcasts. Like I literally pause and stop, pause and stop. So I could write mm-hmm. out everything she was saying because it was just, yeah. 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 Um, and then before we start, um, a trigger warning, um, you know, just kind of basically for any woman that's been in a position and they've had their like sexuality, like their sexual history question and has just purposely been made to feel uncomfortable, um, and to look like it's their fault. Um, so we, you know, we just kind of want to put that out there. So, okay. So the episode, again, it's called Pamela in Wonderland. You see Pam sitting at her vanity and, um, you know, she's in a suit, she's getting ready for a deposition. And then it flashbacks, flashbacks, flash, I can't say the word properly. It flashes flashes back. back. (laughs) Thank you. To Vancouver of August, 1989. She's with her boyfriend. You can kind of tell off the bat, he's a bit of a dick. Um, so they're at a football game and, um, this is true. This was how Pam was discovered. She is wearing, um, a Labatt's, um, t-shirt and that's a very popular Canadian beer. I think it was like started in like 1840 something. So it's It's, it's, really popular. Yeah. It's like the Budweiser of, of Canada. Canada. I mean, you know, I'm kind mm-hmm. of a beer girl myself and it's funny because, uh, there's a great bar or great restaurant in, um, Lexington called keg cowboy. And the guy that owns it is from Buffalo and people from Buffalo, New York drink Labatt's beer. So anytime the Buffalo bills are playing, he always serves Labatt's beer at his place. Keg cowboy. Oh, that's cool. Go eat there. Oh, the that's... food's amazing. The beer's amazing too. I have been there. They have really, really good food. Um, so the announcer's like, okay, let's see if we can find Labatt's, you know, like most gorgeous fan. And it focuses on Pam and she's just kind of waving. The crowd goes wild. And then it flashes back to 1996 and the deposition is starting. And she is asked how old she was the first time she publicly exposed her genitals. And just from that very first question, we can see how things are going to go. Pam is like aghast. Like, did you seriously ask me that question? The lawyers like, you know, basically during a deposition, they can ask anything, you know, the judge will not allow this bullshit when we take it to court. Um, you know, it's basically just to shake up the client. It, it's like, it, it just gets worse. 
Um, anyways, it flashes back to her being approached by VP of marketing at Labatt. And is it Labatt or Labatt's? It's Labatt apostrophe S. So Labatt's. Labatt's. Okay. So, um, and he approaches her about modeling. Surprise, surprise. The boyfriend's not impressed. He's being a dick. He's like, wow, that's a creative way to try to get into your pants. Cut to her being at her job, you know, as a waitress and she calls the number and the person answers. It's like, you know, um, thanks for calling the bat. So I may help you, blah, blah, blah. So um, it heads to her walking inside their apartment and you see that she is the blue zone girl, right? Um, she's on a poster for them and she gets a phone call. She's like freaking out in a good way. And her boyfriend's being impatient, keeps on asking her who it's on the phone. She finally says it's Playboy and they want her to um, do some test shots. And he tells her to call them back and say she's not doing it. And um, she stands up to him and says, this is not about you. This is about me. He gets mad and throws something at her. Then she um, goes to walk out of the apartment. He says, where the fuck are you going, Pam? And she says, America. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Good for her, though. Fuck him. Um, back to um, Pam being asked questions. And by the way, remember in the last episode, Tommy's like, I don't know why they're only um, calling you in for the deposition, but ooh, excuse me, but I'll be there with you anyways. He's not there. And I'm assuming like the rules saying that he can't be there, not that he just decided to ditch her, you know, um, which I think was like another tactic for them to do. They knew that they could break her a little bit more, quote unquote, break her compared to Tommy. Because the whole time Tommy's just been like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um, so anyways, they, um, he asked about how Tom, she and Tommy met and what she knew about him. She's like, you know, everyone knew that he was a drummer for Motley Crue. And he asked if she knew that Tommy paid for prostitutes. And she's like, um... Tommy's never paid for prostitutes. And he asked, what's her definition of prostitution? And she says, someone who gets paid for sex. And he asked her, if she's ever been paid for sex. She says, no. He asked her, do you need a moment to reflect on that question? Alluding to Playboy. Um, and that, you know, Playboy is a form of prostitution. Yeah. And, and basically in that he was alluding to, and I think he even said it, that posing naked for a camera was a sex act, which of course this was, you know, probably a 67, 70 year old male lawyer. Um, all the lawyers at this point, whether they work for Tommy or they work for the other side, um, you know, they were all, they were all just there to get paid. That's what they were. Absolutely. There for. And but that, I mean, like honest, like the guy was working for Bob Guccione, so the fact that he was trying to have some type of morals was just like fucking joke. Exactly. Um, so, anyways, it heads to October '89. Pam and her mom arrive at the Playboy Mansion, and I put here in parentheses that her wig and bangs were distracting me. Oh God! <laughs> it seemed a little too PC at that point, and it was just distracting me. <laughs> Uh, and it's so funny, and I'm, I'm just going to digress for a little bit. Uh, October of 1989, I was a freshman at Lander College in Greenwood, South Carolina. And I remember, like, I used to come home, like, the first two months of college, I came home every weekend. And my mom made me stay one weekend, and she never saw me again. She never saw me again. I'm like, this is what life is about, getting out of my small town, which Greenwood was a small town, too. But it's, 89 was just, uh, you know, it was just such a magical year for me. I graduated high school. I went to college. It was just a really great year. Yeah, I remember you telling me it took you one weekend to not go home, and you never went back. Never. Um, 
And she's literally all has never. <laughs> every now and then, every now and then I will visit. Well, I mean, I guess I should say like living wise, whatever. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and no mom, Paige has not talked to Susie since they graduated. Stop asking, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Oh boy. Okay. So she does her test shot. Um, and with each like shot set up, she's starting to feel more comfortable. You know, she's just like being, she's just being Pam, just adorable, cute, charming Pam. And just like giving the camera, you know, what she, what she she's just doing her thing. And so then you see half checking her out. And then, um, the guy's like, okay, great. You're did, You're finished. She's like, oh, that's it. He's like, yeah, you did great. And they're all clapping. They're like, everyone give it up for Pamela Anderson. And she's just like on a high. So she gets um, dressed and goes and meets Hap. And he gives her advice. And he says, people will pay you to be the Pamela you want. Separate your price from your worth. And she says, this is nothing new. Women have been playing this role for years. Uh, Girl, did we not have this discussion this week between the three of us, me, you, and Sherry, about separate your price from your worth? Um, this week, how about like literally three hours ago? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, listen, um, maybe I don't actually, I don't know if we'll do the documentary. I was like, maybe we can watch like the documentary on half half this, like not a good person, but like that's some solid advice. And I could definitely see him saying something like that to Pam. And, um, I don't, think of what I know he ever tried to pursue a relationship with Pam I think with her it was strictly business because he knew she was truly like a one of a kind I yeah I absolutely agree I mean he's like you know you're like a ray of sunshine I mean she literally she loved the camera like literally she did five different looks and then, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, Pamela Anderson. And then she was like so childlike. She was like, yeah. they gave us champagne. They gave us champagne. Like that was a big deal to her, you know? Yeah. And he even like, like no women God. like you come around once a generation. You are mm-hmm. special. Yeah. And there's like even like little hints like dropped, you know, when um Tommy says like an episode before, he's like, oh, Bob Guccione, like sticking it to um Hef's like golden child, you know, like mm-hmm. Pam. She, she wasn't just anybody regular um, when it came to half. So um, it goes back, um, it's to Pam and the mom, they're in the hotel room. She talks about wanting to get breast implants because she was checking out the girls that were at the mansion. And um, the mom's like, whatever will make you comfortable, sweetie. Um, her and her mom has always had a cute relationship. I see them on interviews together. It's really sweet. I, I love how her mom just seems to be so like, conservative stay at home she's like yeah this is a beautiful daughter she's naked <laughs> like you yeah. know she's like, like okay it's gonna be wonderful it's gonna be wonderful when she's talking about like the boob job yeah. and they're just like and everything yet to come it's just gonna be wonderful because i mean of what i know like pam like she had a pretty good upbringing as well you know she played sports um i believe like the parents are still together like her and tommy you know had like kind of like boring upbringings, you know, compared to like the story you hear like, oh, you know, my dad, this, and so I did porn and I posed for this and that, like that just wasn't it for them. Um, so, okay. Which I think also kind of goes to show why they were so huge into wanting to have a family. All right. So um, yeah, she asked mom, you know, her mom, will everything be okay? And her mom says, everything will be wonderful. This show is like great with dropping those little digs in 
Like we know it's going to happen. Okay. So back to the deposition and she's asked if she's posed for Playboy again. And she lists all the times. I didn't write them all down, but it was about like seven, eight times. So it's like a substantial amount within like five years. Nine, nine, nine. Nine. Okay. Thanks, Paige. Nine (laughs) times. Yeah. So that's like kind of like twice a year, which is a lot. Um, So he quotes a comment that Pam made about Hath being like a good friend and like a father. And then he asks her if she knows who Bob Guccione is. And she says, of course, she knows who he is. He implies that she slipped the tape to Bob to get back at Hath because the payments for her last three shots were negligible, which means, you know, they weren't that huge of an increase. And she's like, me and Hath have agreed on a payment each time before the shot. Basically, like, I've been happy with what I got paid. Because um, in the conversation with Pam, um, when Heffel's like, no, your price isn't worth And she's like, so I should ask you for more money. He's like, exactly. So um, he asked her why and Tommy would make a porno tape if not for financial gain. And you see, he's calling it a porno tape, just making it sound more disgusting than it is. Um, and when we uh, record episode seven, we'll get more into that but it's not a porno tape you know what I mean it's just a tape between two people in love um so after he asked her you know um it's like a porno um it's a porno tape and if they didn't do it for financial gain because her other porno stints were for financial gain so this is him calling her posing me for playboy pornography so flashback Go on, go on. Yeah. Excuse me, pausing for a moment. I'm um Yeah. Just opening a beer. Okay, we're good. Oh, I'm not cutting that out. Uh, <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. I love it. Okay. Flash back to Tommy and Pam. They're going on their honeymoon. You know, Tommy's already there with like the camera and everything. And she's like, I'm excited. I love you. I can't wait. So flashback to deposition. This episode did a lot of flashing back. I, it's fine to it was watch it no no it was like but when you have to take that when you have to take notes it's not yes. easy it was like too much it was too much <laughs> it really was it was it, yeah and then then i can't this episode was i think a little bit longer than last week's but it's still like it's too much yeah um okay so um they bring in a tv and she's like what is that? And he's like, I got to show you the tape. I got to make sure that you can identify that it's the two of you, you know, just to be sure. And she's mortified, which rightfully so. Like he's just being a soulless person. A dick. No, 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 no. He's being a dick. A dick. He's being yeah. a dick. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's disgusting. Like, and so um, I wanted to hug her. I wanted to like hug her. I know. Story, and then it really, um, really wasn't Pam, but yeah. And then during the scene, there's also um, a woman there, a black woman, and she's the, um, I forget, what's the, the transcriber? What's the proper name for them? <laughs> Who takes the notes? Transcriptionist? Okay. Anyways, a lady's in there. She's taking the notes. And you can just tell she's just like, these white motherfuckers. You know, like, <laughs> like nothing new to her, but it's still just disgusting. Well, so we've had, we've had me, you, and Sherry have once again had that conversation. Black women have to save us from ourselves, and thank <laughs> the Lord they put them here to save us because, oh Lord. And that conversation happened about three hours ago. Um, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, 
they, they play a scene and he asks her where this act takes place. And she's like off the highway somewhere. And he's like, you weren't concerned that someone driving by could see you, a trucker, you know, they're up higher. They could look down and saw what you were doing. And she's like, no, I wasn't thinking about any of that. And then it flashes back to, so basically he's basically trying to be like, oh, they're voyeurs and they like to exploit them, exploit themselves. And that's basically what they're trying to do with this tape and it's all BS. Anyways, um, back to um, Pam and Tommy, they're camping. They're talking about how many children they want. Oh, we're not gonna spoil our children. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. We're gonna come back here um, once a year. This is gonna be the place that we tell our kids they were conceived, you know, just sweetness. And how they won't be spoiled. They're like, our kids yeah. will not be spoiled, but maybe I, at Christmas, maybe at Christmas. But it yeah. really, that was like, honestly, like that, like two minute clip for that episode was probably the sweetest, most it natural was. part of this episode. And it was yeah. literally two minutes, unfortunately. Yeah. And she's like, can you spoil me too on Christmas? And I could totally see them doing that. Um, you know, Christmas time, just going balls to the wall. All right. Um, so, okay, Pam's watching another part of the tape and it's when they're on the boat. And thankfully they don't show any clips of the tape, but the sounds are enough. And he asked her, you know, she cared about whether other boaters could have been by. And she's like, no, it was just only us. I wasn't concerned about that. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yes. And he's like, but there's a chance that, you know, another boat could have came into like the river and you could have been exposed, you know, just making it just... Like we said, he's a dick. I don't know how else more to say it except for the fact that he's a motherfucking dick. Um, so mm-hmm. after this, she's like feeling very overwhelmed. She goes to the bathroom. Um, like I said, the lady comes in and she's just like, are you okay? She's like, I've seen some, you know, depositions. And this one is, she's like, she can't even finish her sentence. Um, but, you know, we know it's bad. So she gets sick runs to the um, toilet, throws up, touches her belly. I wanted to point in here that she actually was pregnant in real life when she was doing her deposition. Um, Wait, was this Brandon or Dylan? Which was the first one, Brandon or Dylan? Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. I can never remember. You think I would have researched <laughs> that. I, I don't, I don't, but it's not a big deal. It's just, I'll, I'll figure that out for the next episode. Uh, I'm, th- I'm trying to look it up. I think Brandon is the older one. Brandon, yeah. He's the one that was on um, the Hills reboot. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, she's overwhelmed. She's in the bathroom. She touches her belly because um, she's pregnant. And then it's back to Pam and Tommy. They're back from vacation and they're talking about taking another trip, going to Fiji, just, you know, being goofy. And then Tommy has to tape and she's like, Ugh, Tommy, enough with the camera. He's like, no, this is like an artifact. This is a family artifact. Um, and then it heads back to the deposition and Pam's just basically like, I'm done. Just make this end. <gasps> you missed one but, part. Oh my God. Go ahead. During that part where she was like enough already with the camera, that's when Tommy realizes that at that time that they, he had the main tape in the camcorder. So he needed to pull it out and put it in the safe. So that's when he got up out of the bed and went and put it in the safe. And she's like, I'm going to miss you when you're gone. He's like, I'm going to miss you when you're gone. So he put it in the safe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that whole Fiji thing in, in the closet. 
So, um, yeah. So like I said, they're at the deposition and Pam's just basically like, I'm done. Just end this. I don't want to do this anymore, which I understand because not like, it's just not going to go in her favor at all. No, I mean, you could see it in her eyes. There was like literally a sadness in her eyes. And there was like almost like she, when she left there, she was like a broken woman. She really was yeah. like a broken woman. And it was just so sad. And I mean, I know this, you know, this podcast is probably going to be our quickest because it wasn't yeah. meaty like the other ones were, but mm-hmm. it was just still so much sadness when she left um, that deposition as pretty much a broken woman. Ugh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, anything else to say about this episode? Um, just some little quick fact checks that I have. Um, she yes. was discovered at the football game in August of 89. October mm-hmm. 89 was her first Playboy cover. She went on to do eight more after that. She did get physically ill in her first shoot for Playboy. Um, and she also appeared in Playboy's final nude edition in 2015. I remember also, that. Yes. Also in that same year, 2015, she told our friend our foe, Mr. Andy Cohen, oh, God bless, um, that she'd never seen the tape. Um, and she was seven months pregnant during the deposition. Um, the two songs that stuck out to me the most in this episode was More Than This by Roxy Music, which, you know, you, you, you too young, girl. You wouldn't know about Roxy Music. Um, but also, they played Everybody Wants to Rule, Rule the World by Tears for Fears, and that's, like, one of my favorite songs. That song First is of just- all, I do know that song, Tears for Fear, because I will always remember the movie Genius at the end with Val Kilmer when the popcorn explodes in the um, house, and that song starts playing. Okay, I don't think I saw that movie, but I'm so glad oh, you know that song. Oh, okay. But that song has been, it, it has made a resurgence on TikTok these days. Like all the kids play that song with some of their TikToks. And I'm like, okay, I'm an old lady on TikTok, but the kids love Tears for Fears. But really? yeah, that's I love that great song. song. I like I like Tears for Fears. They also sing I it do too. I do too. My shout, shout, let it all out. Yeah. Uh, my friends, John and Christine, I think are going to see them this month or next month. So shout out to the Hornsby's. Uh, we're talking about Tears for Fears. But oh, yeah, cool. I mean, this is a short episode, but um, I will wrap it up and move on to the next one. Yeah. Okay, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, yeah, just like, share, comment. We're really enjoying doing this. Um, I know Paige has gotten some feedback on her page, <laughs> page on her page, um, for her from her friends saying they're enjoying it. They haven't even watched the show, but they're just enjoying how well we're doing the recap. So I really appreciate that. Anything else, Paige? <laughs> no, thanks for listening. Come, um, okay, come back for the next episode. Yes. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Until next time. Oops. My Siri watch is going off. What is going on? All right. Bye friends. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, subscribe, review, share with your friends. Check us out at selfcreatedpodcast.com. Email us selfcreatedpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can listen to self-created podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen.